Good morning. Morning chat. More like afternoon for me. Anyway, how are we? Hope we are well. Had our pelvic floor workout this morning. So we are well and truly pelvic floored out. But something that comes up a lot around that is how often we actually do those training around pelvic floor. And I'm talking about habits today for that reason is everyone knows what to do with their pelvic floor, but not everyone does it or even talks about it. Anyway, enough about that. Good morning, Debbie. So if you come in, say hello. If you're in on the replay, give me a replay. So how long does it take to create a new habit? This comes up a lot. And like, I just want to touch on this because my two-year-old daughter at the moment is potty training. And generally it's going quite well, but occasionally she does have a little bit of an accident. Good morning, Jill. And occasionally uh, there is an accident. And even yesterday she actually weed on me. Um, but the thing is, I, we accept that, don't we? Sometimes we're like, you know, like, you're not going to learn that overnight because it's a new habit, it's a new thing, and they'll get there. It won't just happen with a click of a finger. But so why is it we get so frustrated that when trying to, like we as adults, let's say we're adults, we as adults get fr- so frustrated when things don't go 100%. We get really frustrated that we, we have one day that off of something that we said we were going to do. So we... we we then let that one bad day, which has then annoyed us and frustrated us, become a bad week. And when you think about it, after that bad week, we then look back at that bad day and then think, oh, if only I could have only had one day. What would have been different? What And what could be different in your life right now if you got into a habit of actually not letting that one day become a bad week? Because if you think how many days in our lives that we actually waste beating ourselves up, it'd be scary if we were on our deathbeds and we looked back and was like, well, look how many days I spent beating myself up. Every time I self-sabotage, I spent a day beating myself up. That's half your life, right? So going back to how long does it take to actually create a new habit? Well, it could be 18 days. It could be 254 days. That's what the research shows, between 18 and 254 days. But it, it does depend... And that was on a study because it depends on a lot of things. It depends on how you respond to perceived failure. Okay, how you respond to perceived failure. And what I mean by this is no one talks about this that much. But whenever you try and change, like how it starts, let me get a piece of paper for this. And it might look a bit opposite because of the way the camera is. But when we start something, we have what we call uninformed. I'll just turn my screen around on here. So... Uninformed optimism. And this is essentially where we get quite a lot of a big high on our start. We're, we're kind of buzzing a bit. You know, you start something new, the honeymoon period, super excited. Then we got, then we come kind of down a bit as we start to get some informed pessimism. So we go, oh, you know what? Maybe I can't do this. You know, let's say we've just got we've just got some new shakes. We've just started keto diet, whatever. So we've just started something in here. Then that informed pessimism comes in. Sorry for my writing. And then we're starting to think, yeah, is this too hard? Can I do it? You know, it's a bit like the first few weeks of parenthood. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we go into stage three, which is what we call the pit of despair. Moment where you're kind of down at that bottom and you feel like giving up and it's easier 
to actually come back round, or it seems easier, to come back down to here, to find something new. A new diet. Keto. Just ignore the basic, whatever. You know, they can work. But However, the key thing here is getting through this. Because if you can get through this, this is where that kind of yo-yo dieting comes in. If you can get through this moment here, you come out the other side, which is informed optimism. And I had a chat with one of the ladies yesterday, and this is where we're coming back the way up. You accept where you are now, you have self-awareness, and maybe instead of you perceiving setbacks as failure, you see it as learning. Because she was frustrated. So yesterday, morning, Julia, morning, Billy. I had a chat with someone yesterday, and they said that they felt frustrated that, that the first week, the first week didn't quite go to plan as much as they wanted it to. And they're a bit like, yeah, it's not really, not really gone to plan as much as I wanted it to. And I felt like I, had, I didn't get this many workouts in that I wanted to. And then when we went, for, went through how many they actually got in, was way more than they did before, number one. And two, they actually thought about, it, actually, what I've learned in these last few weeks is I need to fit in 10-minute workouts on these days when I'm working longer shifts because that means I actually get it in rather than beating myself up for trying to do a half an hour workout on a day where it's just not going to happen because I value time with my family, my friends, which is absolutely fine. Like, But what she's done there is actually gone, actually, yeah, this is going to work for me. This won't work for me. So then we're in informed optimism. This is stage four. So then we come up here. By the way, I might frame this, not, <laughs> no, I'll be able to read it ever. Then we get to that success and what we call fulfillment. So this is a model, you might have seen it before. It's very well researched and everything we do is data driven. So in this bit, the new habits are starting to, to form. So you're starting to form new habits and you're getting kind of a reward or a sense of achievement now when you're doing them. They almost come a bit naturally. But the, pro the thing is with this is you always want more. You'll always be looking for the next thing. And this can be seen as quite negative, but I'd actually say it's quite positive because it gets you excited again. And actually there's a time to be uninformed, to have uninformed optimism because it gets you started. This is a great thing because it gets you started. Because without that uninformed optimism, if you knew all the facts from the start, there's a downside to that in that you're, that part of your brain that just shuts off all, all the all the kind of excitement and goes, no, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. Will just be overtaking that creative, that excited part of your brain. So there's a time and a space for it, time and a place for it. But we need to learn how to use them best we can. And that's when you'll start to get true transformation results. I'm going to be honest with you. It can take some time. Like the research shows, I'm not going to lie. 18 days to 254 days could be before we get a habit in. But the good thing is, is that basically it shows that the more you try and do something, the more you'll fail, but also the more you try and do something and fail, the more likely you are to succeed. Generally, the people who do the best have failed more times, failed more times. And that's an, that's an important thing to remember that if everyone just won straight away, if everyone just got the results they wanted straight away, it would be a little bit boring for one. I mean, we'd, we'd like it, but there'd be no kind of real fun, that sense of achievement, which reinforces the habit, which makes it stick in our head, which makes your brain go, I'm going to do that again today. I'm going to do that workout again today because that made me feel really good. If you didn't get that every time you did it, you wouldn't do it again. And if it wasn't, 
if it didn't feel like such a high, like such a really good feeling, you wouldn't do it again. Because it, it provides you with such a high, the difference between normal and getting that exercise in, that sense of achievement, I did it, others commenting, whatever, like one of the ladies said, um, the other day, so Jane, I've lost a stone since, this is one of the messages, since joining at the beginning of January, just starting to get my mojo back, so I'm getting myself booked in again for the sessions. And it's really interesting how she's not actually giving herself credit for the habit she's changed until she's done some kind of measurements with it. Okay? So, um, and it was Joe as well, she messaged, I've gone down to 10 stone one now, and I know what I need to do to maintain my weight. I'm feeling great and I love eating healthily. Love eating healthily. Look at the difference that in the language that we use sometimes. Some people can say, I hate eating healthily. I feel deprived. Now she loves eating healthily because she feels great. So she's starting to, and that might align with her values of having more energy for her family, for her kids, for doing more things, for saying yes to more things, wearing certain clothes. Now all of a sudden she's enjoying eating healthily. But again, eating healthily is a very vague term and it's important not to take it to the extreme. So if, for example, you've got... Oh, I'm going to have to get, get the pen and paper out again. Sorry. If you can read my writing. So we've got 100% here. We've got 0% here. This is the spectrum. Most people say, I even want, I want to be here. But actually, I'm not sure you, you would actually be happy here because you're eating chicken and broccoli. And you're like annoyed that you're deprived. So you're depriving yourself of all the social events. So you, even though you're 100% and you're doing what you think you should do, you're actually annoyed because you're missing out. But when you're here, when you're at 0%, you feel rubbish because you have no energy. You're malnourished, etc. So the sweet spot is normally around 70%. Of course, this is a bit subjective. That gives you 30% leeway here to be a bit, to play around with, to be a bit rough around the edges. To have a bit of fun, could be a glass of wine. Can I draw a glass of wine-ish? I'm not, my wife's an art teacher, believe it or not. She needs to teach me. Anyway, it's not bad. It's beginning to look more like a candle. Anyway, so, but one, some days you're going to have a day down here where you do 10% and you're like, oh, I feel rubbish. Have I failed? Da, da, da. But actually, what a great opportunity to prove to yourself that even if I have a 10% day, regardless of what I think, I can get straight back on and get back to a 70% day. Because the, the shorter the gap here, the better you'll do. I can draw a smiley face. And the happier you'll be because you get back on track. And that proves, provides evidence that you can do it, which leads to confidence, which then enables you to keep going and build a habit. Anyway, I hope that helps. Our next kickstart starts on the 8th of March. The habits types of things we're going to be going over. If you want more details, send me a message. Have a lovely Saturday. It was sunny last time I checked. I always give a weather report, actually. It's just natural. It's a natural thing to do in this country, isn't it? Anyway, make it a great day. Hope the sun shines. Get out for your walk. Drink your protein. Drink your protein. Eat your protein. Drink your water. And any questions, as always, do reach out. Hope that helped. Let me know if you found that helpful. And I will see you soon. Take care.